this podcast. Carter and Withers are the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Inman. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. This episode is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light. Straight out of Colorado. Colorado Rocky Mountains finest. Now, Coors Light is a light lager, ABV, alcohol by volume, uh, is 4.2%, so we're going to have to drink a couple of them to kind of keep us going, but hey, I'm not arguing about that. I enjoy a couple of them. Um, I drank many of them. Oh, you can't help it. You got no. to. As long as the mountains are blue. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. Blue Mountain. Blue Mountains. Yeah. What's that old saying? You want blue mountains, but not blue balls. <laughs> I'm sure they say it around there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> My balls are never blue. Yeah. Thank God. Oh. Mostly because I'm a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me about Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors has actually been around for a while, I got to say. The guy that kind of started was actually born in 1847. He's German. Uh, They came to the United States, uh, which Germans actually are the ones that really got the lager thing going uh, because you have to actually make lager beer in colder temperatures. Uh, It has to do with the yeast of it. So... They really couldn't do loggers over here in the states until actually uh, like refrigeration was invented for the most part. Uh, I know they had their their heyday during the seventies. If you talk to anyone that was around during the seventies, Coors, especially Coors Banquet, that was the shit. And apparently, really? it got better the closer you got to Colorado. Well, yeah, so they, it's colder. Oh, for sure. Is it's that, colder. Does that really have something to do with it? I have thing? no idea, but it, it sounded good, didn't it? It was uh It's one of those things that uh, I don't know. I just everybody I've talked to from that era, they're like, "Oh, Coors." When I was in college or when I was in high school, because back then you could drink when you were like seventeen or eighteen or whatever the hell it was. Right. And probably when they were born, they didn't care. There was no rules back then. No. Um, but they all talk about how great Coors was, and we all just look at it, it as kind of like a tailgating beer. Like, right. what are you talking about? But it had to start somewhere, and it was popular for a reason. Uh, but, yeah, during those 70s, man, it was, like, one of the most popular brands. Uh, I remember when I was in college in 2001 era, my our whole refrigerator, everybody's refrigerator, had a ton of Natty Light one. Yeah. And then Coors Light was, like, the other thing. For sure. Every, everybody had it. Yeah. And it was... Fuck. Oh, so good well you know i have a theory about that one they reinvented themselves became they they came up with the perfect strategy you ready for it yeah and i gotta give them props on it because they were the first ones i saw who came out with the 18 pack really because when i was 20 it was like 2003 and like i was fresh into college and we would go to the store, and it's like you could either buy a twelve pack. Well, if it's you and a buddy splitting it, twelve wasn't enough. Right. Like yeah, that was you need just more. yeah. It was like just to get the party started. Well, then you had the twenty four to thirty pack, and you're like, I don't got enough money to waste <laughs> on thirty beers. That'll definitely last us. But then Coors had an eighteen pack, and I'm like, that's the perfect amount. 
for two guys to sit and drink on a couch and watch the game. And it was priced perfectly. Like, it was just perfect marketing at the time. Or to sit at a table and record a podcast. Yeah, or record a podcast. That's all it was. Like... Like, what more do you need in life? No, you need 18 Coors Lights. Yeah, that's right. Amen. And then you'll get it done. <laughs> but yeah, so Coors Light is our special friend. We're not sponsored by any means, but uh, it's what we're going to be drinking this evening to uh, express our soberless thoughts. Alex, <laughs> do you believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew we were going to get to this subject eventually. <laughs> Do I believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. That is a interesting question, Michael. Uh, <laughs> I think there was things that are like Bigfoot. I Well, there was a thing like Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know that part because, you know, evolution for all those people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there had to have been a Bigfoot-ish thing. The missing the, link. The missing link. Or if it was a... Uh, you know, there's also like you know, there's different sub subspecies of humans. I don't know, like Neanderthals and all that kind of stuff. So you would think there'd be something that was like Bigfoot-ish, but the Bigfoot, like I feel like, well, no, there was like a there was like a an actual Bigfoot in yeah. history. It was called the Gigantopithecus. Yeah, and it was it's basically what you would think of as a fucking Bigfoot now. Yeah. And but it 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 lived thousands of yeah. years ago. So you're asking like, and it now is extinct supposedly. Yeah, oh, that's what I was gonna say. See, I could see some surviving, but whenever they first spotted a Bigfoot, that could have been like the last couple generations. It could have been the last ones. Because I feel like we would have found one by now. I, I want know. it to be. I see. I see these guys on TV all the time. Yeah. Now, do you consider Bigfoot and Yeti and Sasquatch all the same thing? Oh yeah, they're just cousins of each other. Yeah, there was a there there, there was <laughs> the, a the abdominal uh, abdominal smoke abdominal abdominal this Moscow mule. Yeah. <laughs> abdominal. He's got great abs. The abdominal. abdominal. Uh, yeah. he's an Adonis. Do you even lift, bro? I'm abdominal. Uh, no, uh, there was a great stand-up. Uh, Stuart Huff had the best bit about that where he was like, he was talking about how like we love to categorize things as humans. And he's like, he was like, if you start talking to people about Bigfoot and they're like, what color was it? Was it brown? I was like, no, it was white. That's a, that's a Yeti or abominable snowman. It's like, we're already subcategorizing Bigfoots and we haven't even found one yet. <laughs> that was his joke, but I love well, yeah, that. We joke. do it with aliens too. Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. There's like 27 different species of aliens yeah and I, i've never met one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> at least that i know of yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah some people think that bigfoot time travels oh yeah that it's a time traveler that it's way more advanced uh technology wise than we are really yeah and that the reason that we can't find them is because they're from some kind of ancient time yeah. or way time in the future see and then like when we come up close to them we're like going to catch them and then they're like ah that's it and they hit the little button on their yeah. little wrist pad thing in their little fur yeah and boop, they you go know, back to another time i like to think that Bigfoot is 
predator. <laughs> a big, big yes. fuzzy predator. Like he doesn't have the little crawl, like the the crab claw teeth. Right. He's just a big fuzzy dude. He's like, nope. Boop, and just boom, he's out. You can't he, see him. Yeah, and he has the cloaking device. Yeah. That makes a yeah. ton of sense now. I know, right? Maybe that's who invented Predator. They were out there. They saw a Bigfoot. <laughs> it made a whatever weird noise it was. Yeah. And then they're like, I think that was a weird. Because yeah. even like Predator's got dreads. I mean, it's long, long hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, there's a connection here. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're on the right track yeah. now. God, hey, if anybody can draw, please make me a picture of... A, uh, a Bigfoot predator. <laughs> I will put that on Instagram in a heartbeat. <laughs> Some kind of Bigfoot predator hybrid. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, make this. <laughs> you know what I've always wanted a picture of? And I've scoured the internet forever and I can never find it. What? Is Bigfoot and Jesus riding a unicorn together. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's what i want yeah. for, for some reason i need this in my life <laughs> and for years i've been searching for this and i can't find it it yeah. doesn't exist but in my mind it exists yeah <laughs> i want it <laughs> if, i swear if i find a good picture of bigfoot and jesus riding a unicorn together i'm gonna get a tattoo of it dude <laughs> i'm going to i'm go saying it right now I will get that tattooed God. on my body. Somewhere. I would. Uh, I don't. I'd, get, I'd definitely go with you, and we will record that <laughs> shit. I might even pay for half of it just because it's amazing. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So if you're an artist, yeah. make that happen, and I'll make that happen. Yeah. I. I think I just want a <laughs> big Bigfoot predator, and maybe a, a Loch Ness monster. Uh, Oh, alien. Uh, what do they call it? Xenomorph. Oh, the xenomorph? Yeah, but but xenomorph, the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, what would that look like? It'd be a... At, honestly, I, what was that one predator? Not predator. Yeah, it was predator. The one where they went... Uh, it was like they went down to uh, like the South Pole, and there was a pyramid underneath the ice, and there was a big giant xenomorph that was like the mother almost like a hive oh yeah and it was yeah. like popping out babies yeah. i feel like it'd look like that yeah but maybe like a longer neck maybe that's what t-rex is ah. the loch ness monster xenomorphed and and the little fucking the face clincher thing yeah got onto the loch ness xenomorphs kind of the same like yeah. body shape yeah. <laughs> yeah there we go it's a fucking t-rex yeah that's an that's the original alien <laughs> <laughs> We're figuring out where all these like people wrote their scripts. They're sitting at the like n like natural history museum. And they're like, you know what? I'm gonna make something called a xenomorph. Oh, yeah, that's it. I uh, I'm gonna nerd on you real quick. Are you? I um, there was a I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was a fan theory or some kind of storyline that had to do with uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> And it was, uh, I don't know if it was an actual story or not. I don't remember, but I just remember hearing the story about like somehow they got either sucked into a black hole or some kind of like they went into the like warp speed and something happened and they got transported through time and space. Was this like fan fiction? Yeah, it might have been that. And yeah. they landed 
Oh, because actually, it's because uh, Star Wars is you know in a galaxy far, far away and very old. Yeah, and they traveled through time and space or whatever, and they landed on Earth. But it was like they landed on Earth in like the wild, wild west years. Oh, and then like <laughs> they both crash landed. Then they end up just staying. But you know. Han Solo ended up dying sooner before Chewbacca because Chewbacca has like a crazy lifespan, like five, six, seven, eight hundred years or right. something. So like after he died, Chewbacca just went out in the forest and he is what Bigfoot became. <laughs> like he is Bigfoot in this thing. I'm like, that was a great, if that was fan fiction, that was amazing. That was yeah. a good tie in for sure. That makes perfect sense now. I know. Right. And then, you know, Han Solo was a wild, wild west character essentially in space. So why would he not? And he ended up being like Wyatt Earp or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, that brings in the whole time travel shit too. Yeah. Cause you know, Chewbacca can fucking time travel somewhere. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> Have you heard about all the. Although women's fantasy fiction uh-huh. about Bigfoot. No. <laughs> Apparently there's <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intrigued right now. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know it was either yeah. until I fucking <laughs> saw this shit, dude. <laughs> there's like a whole like subgenre group of like women's like sexual fantasy. Yeah category where they're basically like fantasizing being raped or like taken by the bigfoot yeah because bigfoot has got this big giant fucking schlong right yeah. <laughs> and he's and he's super uh something raw and animalistic about it i'm yeah, sure aggressive it, yeah and, yeah and so he just like rips into the tent and she's laying there naked like oh yeah. no with her hand slightly above her head like oh no yeah brushing her hair yeah no it's not me yeah tickling her titty (laughs) and he's like yeah and that's it and then (laughs) fucking takes it yeah so yeah there's this whole fucking category of i don't even know what to even call it yeah and it's just it's intense (laughs) i read a couple of these stories and i was like oh holy shit yeah Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Look into it, man. It's God. it'll fucking change your life. <laughs> oh man, I feel like Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Harrison Brogain, the nation's leading hair growth restoration product. Have you not been feeling assured of yourself lately? Feel like something's missing? You mean like my hair, Alex? That's right, Mike. You need a helping spackle of Harrison's Brogaine. Well, what would that do? Well, it helps with balding, <laughs> receding hairlines, and migraines. Well, I can't wait to use that. It's going to grow back my confidence. That's right. Now, side effects are diarrhea, hair loss, psychotic feelings towards ferrets, and death. Well, here I come, Harrison's Brogaine. Find it at your local pharmacy. Harrison's Brogaine, find it at your local truck stop. Harrison's Brogaine, find it at your local deli. Harrison's Brogaine, find it at your local bingo hall. Harrison's Brogaine, find it at your local VFW American Legion. Um, I hate to quote two comedians in the same podcast, but there's a buddy of mine that had a great joke about Bigfoot, <laughs> that Bigfoot is essentially a... a a closeted homosexual redneck's biggest fantasy because it's, it's a big tall naked man running through the woods who knows how to keep a secret <laughs> thank you kyle fields yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, was it good? Did not make that one up, but God, I love that joke. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, so I'll give him props on this since uh, I, I kind of used his joke. I dropped his name, but he also has a podcast called Optus uh, Angle Podcast. Uh, it's him and a buddy of ours called Jeremy Sutherland. Uh, they're a pretty funny duo. I got to give him props on that, but. I figured I'd give him a little heads up, a little, little nod to a fellow podcaster. A nod. Yeah, just because I, I, I love that joke so much every time. Uh, he used to do comedy with me back in the day, so. I give you a Japanese bow. Yeah. Hold Very good. I'm trying Did you to... just speak Japanese? No. No. <laughs> it sounded good. Yeah, you like that? I, was, <laughs> I practiced. I just watched War the other day. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, Jet Li in it, and a lot of oh yeah, like the fucking uh, the triads and the what's the what's the Japanese mafia name? Oh oh my god! Of course you'd ask me, and I'd go blank. The uh, tri tri. No, the triads were one group, and then it was the oh my god, Yakuza or uh, Yakuza, Yakuza, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they were fighting each other. And there was so much Japanese language being spoken, and <laughs> the version I was watching had no subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> really? And I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck is going yeah. on. Right now. <laughs> but it's a, it's a fun to watch, though. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> that sounded amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, they. <laughs> That, the language is so quick. It's hard to like, like, I feel like if you drop me or you off and like, actually, I mean like Japanese or Mandarin or Cantonese or any of that, it's one of those harder to learn languages. But like, if you dropped us off in like Spain or not Spain, let's say like, uh, like a Latin American country, eventually I feel like we would start picking up words pretty quicker or to like what things were to right. try to like communicate. But if you dropped us off, in like Japan and no one spoke English, I feel like it would take twice as long to figure that out. <laughs> I don't think I would figure it out. You don't I don't think, think so? I would figure it out at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be lost. People just be like saying life. stuff to you, nodding your head. You'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 No idea. Mm-hmm. I, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried learning Japanese. That's why. That's one reason I was like, it was so weird. I, I did Rosetta Stone. Actually, this is a, this, this was a sober, soberless incident. I, um, uh, <laughs> I basically uh, stayed up one night drinking by myself, watching like different kung fu movies, and then I watched like <laughs> all this like just different stuff. And I had convinced myself I'm going to learn Japanese, right? <laughs> and like I, as you do, as uh, yeah, as you do when you're like uh, like half a case of beer and like half a bottle of uh, like bourbon deep, and you're just like sweet. And then like the last movie I was watching was like. I had watched like classic, like a Bruce Lee movie and like two others. And I ended on, I just remember watching uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to learn Japanese. And then I, I don't really remember too much after that because I was just so hammered at that point. Well, the next day I wake up, I'm a little groggy. I'm like, oh man, that was crazy. I, uh, I, I, kind of get up and do my normal routine go to work i go to class i was like in college at this point well like two weeks later i get some big ass package in the mail (laughs) and i'm like what the hell is this and i open it up and it's rosetta stone japanese level one and two (laughs) 
I'm like, holy shit, I ordered it. <laughs> like, I guess I had went in there. And, like, I remember kind of looking at it, but not really thinking, I'm going to buy it. Right. And I guess I just, I bought this thing. And then I went and looked at my credit card at the time. Dude, it cost, like, 350 bucks. Oh, my and God. And I charged it to my credit card. It took me a while to pay that thing off. Let me tell you something. For $300... I learned three words, so it's a hundred bucks a word. <laughs> oh my! I uh, what are the I, words? I know, man, woman, helicopter. I'm putting you on the spot. What are they? All right, one is. I can't. I don't remember which one's different, but one's uh, Tokonohito, and one's Hananohito, and that is man and woman. I think it's Tokonohito, Hananohito. I think Hana is a uh, man. Hananohito, like Benihana. Yeah. Hana no Hito, Toko no Hito, and then Hikogi is helicopter. <laughs> now, the funny part, the reason I kind of made that grunt earlier is because I was trying to like get the accent. And I'm like, I've watched all those movies. I noticed like every time they try to get someone's attention, like, Hoi! like they just kind of like yell like yeah. that to like, it's like our version going, hey. But right. I don't know if that's like a movie thing or they actually do that in real life. Well, like the th- <laughs> thing about Rosetta Stone, it was like you had to. Like it had like a little voiceover that you had to follow with it, right? But it was someone that would pronounce it in such a weird way, and it was a woman's voice. And I don't have a very like <laughs> high pitched voice, so I would try to mimic her. So like when I was learning, she'd be like, "Hey, Cookie," I'd be in my little thing going, "Hey, Cookie," <laughs> and it was sounding so weird coming out of my mouth. And so after I learned like. Because they even said she was like, Tokonohito. And I'd be sitting there going, Tokonohito. I'm like, that sounds so weird. I've got to at least like pretend like I know the accent. So I was sort of trying to figure it out. That's where that kind of like, that little grunt, I guess I can do now. So if you ever, if you ever actually learned Japanese and then you went to Japan and you started talking, you would have this high pitched. Dude, this high pitched, weird. They're like, what is up with this dude over here? And I'm just over there like... Sound like a fucking cartoon character. Yeah, basically. Oh, I did. I for sure did. It's because it, would, it wouldn't let you move on to the next screen until you hit it just right. Well, the only way I could hit it just right, because I've got this shitty southern accent, is to do just mimic her. And then I was like, why couldn't I got a dude on the Rosetta Stone? Like, well, well, I could at least like mimic him where I sound like kind of badass. Like, oh, Tokonohito. Like, just something with some balls to it <laughs> nope yeah no i'm over there <laughs> it's not like an anime character god i uh huh. yeah so that was that was a good one. now you can get duolingo on your phone for free sweet so boom I, money well spent i still have it by the way <laughs> was well, you still learn then yeah it's only like I don't know. I might have bought it 2007. Holy shit. <laughs> so it's only like 12 years old. I'm sure there's a, a, a an Apple computer with Windows like <laughs> 3 on it. I could probably find out in Goodwill and still learn. But right. I'm sure all the helpful people on it, because you used to be able to like contact people through your, your computer. <laughs> no one's probably doing that shit anymore. They're no. like, who's this guy trying to link up to our Wi-Fi from a landline? <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn this shit, bro. How old is this guy? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Grandpa all over here. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was that movie where there was like a radio and they were talking to each other through the radio through time and space or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. There was like, dude, there was like three or four movies like that where it was like one was like a radio, like a, like a, 
the son was talking to his father who had passed away, but like 30 years before, and they did it through like a CB radio. And there was another one where like some some woman lost her husband, and she was putting in letters to this mailbox, and her husband was getting the letters from the mailbox when he was still alive years before. That's weird. Yeah. But this is not as romantic as that. It's me just trying to talk to people like I can speak <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Back Didn't, in uh, 2007. <laughs> like, have, have you seen the new Fast and Furious 2? <laughs> Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah, right. Like the least popular Fast yeah. and Furious. Don't you guys movie. just love it? It's awesome. Didn't have any of the main characters in it. No. They did bring that guy back in another movie later. Uh, the, yeah, the Japanese guy. I don't even know if he's... Actually, yeah, him and the, the, the white kid that left the States and went over to Japan and... Oh, yeah? He's in a later Fast and Furious movie? I think so. I didn't know that. I think he's... I don't remember which one is. I know they brought him back. He was the one that was just like... <laughs> they, you know, they always have those cheesy like one-liners. I remember... He was in one of them. He was racing like a viper, and he's like going through a construction yard with a bunch of houses, and he's about to crash into a house. And he just looks at the camera and goes, "Oh well," <laughs> and just rams through the house. I'm like, "Clea, that's nothing. That's cool." I wonder if that kid, that guy who played that that uh, that actor, if he actually has like a southern accent like that. I feel like he does. I, I saw him in another movie. Uh, Shortly after that, it was called Legion. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Yeah, the one with like the apocalypse happened and like right. they're in like a, a cafe or something. Yeah, he and, was the and kid. All the angels attack. Now, granted, he might just be typecasted. Right. Yeah, I feel like if I was in a movie star, I'd be typecasted as hell. I can't get rid of that accent, obviously, unless I just <laughs> pretend like I have a weird voice. <laughs> oh man, so Bigfoot. Oh no! We went from Bigfoot to Tokyo Drift to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> so Bigfoot's drifting down the street, right, in his uh, Evo. <laughs> what would Bigfoot drive? Uh, a uh, Hummer or a uh, Prius? <laughs> I mean, all right. He, he's probably really wants to like keep the world because he, he seems pretty like into nature. Yeah, yeah. Since he doesn't shave. Right. Uh, so you would think the Prius. Yeah. I would think the but Prius. But how, how's his fucking big ass going to fit in a Prius? He's not. He's going to he's he's gonna have to get like one of those like mini coupe or Fiat's where it's like the, there's no roof to it. And he just, <laughs> and just like, just like a big ass dude in a car. That or, I mean, I feel like if he came forward and got his driver's license, the dude that has the Bigfoot monster truck would have to give it to him. <laughs> Like, there's no way around it. You give right. Bigfoot the Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. He drives the Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to one of those things. Have you ever been? To a monster rally thing? Yeah. Yeah, man. Have you really? They okay. awesome. I'm glad I'm not the only white trash in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't wear earplugs either. Yeah. I didn't either. I just I took just, it all in. I just drank more. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Uh, the only reason... Actually, the funny thing, I went because it was... Uh, oh, what, I was actually going to go see a basketball game. I was going to go watch the Pacers versus uh, the Cavaliers. And that was like... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is LeBron still on the team? I can't remember. It was before we left the first time. Let me put it that way. <laughs> okay. So it was the Pacers versus the Cavs, 
and we went and the person I went with uh, forgot their medicine and I guess it was super important uh, basically they they had like issues with seizures and if they didn't take this medicine it could happen and they didn't like not ever having it well they fucking forgot it <laughs> and we basically sat in a um, like a Rite Aid for most of the night so we missed right. the game and so the next day we were like, well, let's not head back yet. What's going on? And the, the thing in the same venue was a monster truck rally. We're like, you want to go? Hell yeah. We're already in Indiana. Why the hell not? Right. So I, I lived it up, man. It was, the people watching was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but I remember just sitting there like, I'm just going to get tanked and watch this thing and pick my favorite monster truck and just live life, I guess. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I always have a good time in Indiana. Yeah. I was like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, Indiana. All right. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Facebook, Instagram at Soberless Thoughts. Soberless Thoughts. See you later and goodbye. Bye bye. Hey, Cletus. Cletus, get over here with that guitar. Get ready. Come on. We're about to sing this song. Alright, you ready? Alright, here we go. Mama told Sally not to go downtown. Said there's too many bad ones after hanging around. Well, you know she done listen, so she goes anyway. And she done come home till the very next day. All two weeks later, all was well. But four months later, she began to swell. Then nine months later, a ball-headed bad girl hanging from a chain Now she got a little girl she never should have had She got a little baby with a deadbeat dad She raises her wrong and full of hate just cause she got fucked on her very first date Oh, now her little girl's turned sweet 16 Screwing to quite the little mystery Sally told a girl not to go downtown Said there's too many bad boys after hanging around Well, you know she doesn't listen, so she goes anyway And she doesn't come home till the very next day All two weeks later Always well, then four months later she began to swear Then nine months later, out she came A ball-headed bad girl hanging from a chain She called Sally, conceived her down there at the motorcycle rally. Raises her right and full of love, just like she knows her own mama should have. Now, little Sally's turned sweet 16. You know she grew into quite the little miss thing. Mama told Sally not to go downtown, said the two after hanging around Well, you know she doesn't listen So she goes anyway And she doesn't come home Till the very next day Over two weeks later Always well Then no more later
and she began to swell Then nine months later, out she came A bald-headed bad girl hanging from a chain And now, we're back to the music.